Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles rolling and recording on Friday, March the 15th. And I want to throw an interesting thought out there. And that thought is that the cage fighting mixed martial arts world may be responsible for the overall dilution of what the martial arts are supposed to mean. Now, when I say that, I'm not blaming each and every mixed martial arts competitor because the fact is there are mixed martial artists who come from traditional backgrounds and even some who do not who try to embody the spirit of the traditional arts. <clears throat> the problem is the traditional arts have done a very poor job of promoting themselves in a public and honorable manner. Most people don't even realize that the most participated sport in the world behind soccer is judo. Hugely popular. But it doesn't matter because they're not used to seeing judo on television, on Instagram, Facebook, beyond the channels that are specifically created to showcase those things. If the traditional world of martial arts wants to improve its standing, improve the opinion of it, then it's got to go public. It's got to do things like have an original Netflix program that's a competition or just a show not the cheesy old show that we all watch and love I'm talking about a modern updated show where the protagonist the hero the shiro is a traditional martial artist and it doesn't even matter what martial art they do there's a lot of ways to incorporate the concepts of that without even focusing on the specific part that they do now, when I said that it is the mixed martial arts world that helps to diminish the opinion of traditional martial arts, I say that because despite what many mixed martial arts competitors may think, most people, and I mean an alarming number, don't know the difference between traditional traditional martial arts, much less what goes on in a mixed martial arts competition. My friend, uh, the bishop, the bishop of hip hop, Adisa Banjoko, he's been teaching jujitsu forever, and people look at his gi and ask, "Who does karate?" And I'm just—it's funny to me because the different. I've been a lifelong martial artist, so the differences are very clear, obvious. I mean, just the type of gi, right? But when people hear, oh, he does MMA, if they're new to the term, they'll ask what MMA stands for. And then they hear, oh, it stands for mixed martial arts. It's a competition where you can do everything. And it may take a little bit of explaining beyond that. But the idea is this is a martial arts competition. And they see people flipping each other off and 
you know, rocking tattoos all over their face and neck. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having tattoos. I've toyed with the idea before of getting some if they're martial arts related. That's not important. But people's opinion of what respectable and honorable is swayed when they see guys pushing each other and swearing at each other and insulting each other's families and all this kind of foolishness on Instagram. And because people don't have another perspective, they're not seeing another representation of martial arts, they're not able to they're not able to discern the difference between the two. Now, the reason I love um, Karate Combat is because they have created a venue not only for martial artists to compete at a professional level, but to travel and come across other martial artists many positive things. And even though right now the embryonic stage and clearly needs some work, um, it's a step in the right direction. And people see them out there wearing geese and belts, which in the minds of people, it is the perennial or the quintessential image of a martial artist, the uniform as they call it, or the thing with the belt, or, you know, whatever how people describe it. Having a gi in a competition and making them bow in and making them behave according to a very particular set of rules as it pertains to etiquette, to have something like that on Netflix or Hulu would do massive amounts of good for the martial arts world. I still stand by the assertion that the mixed martial arts are doing more damage to the reputation of martial arts than anything else right now. My last podcast was about what we need to do to restore the good name of traditional martial arts. I meant that mainly within the martial arts community. But worldwide, for the public, for the masses, if you will, we've got to have a comparison between the traditional martial artists and the mixed martial arts competitor, cage fighters. Because if people don't know, they're going to look at quote-unquote MMA fighters and they'll make their determinations about the martial arts from that. Because it's very much in stark contrast to the mixed martial arts competitions. Excuse me. The behavior of mixed martial artists is in stark contrast to the old days where they saw people in white geese and belts and all that. But if they don't see those images anymore and all they see is mixed martial artists, especially bad, badly behaving mixed martial arts competitors who get all the attention for cheap ratings, then 
the martial arts name, the martial arts ideal is never going to be appreciated in the way that it could and or should be. Because people are going to see knuckleheads behaving badly and they are going to equate that with how martial artists act these days. It's in the same way that children who have blue hair, green hair, colored hair, lots of tattoos, whatever it is that is in stark contrast to the way that a lot of us were raised, people will just say, well, that's how kids are these days. And to be sure, it is an unfair generalization, to be sure. But the fact of the matter is, it is a popular and a pervasive one. So if you want to create an image of something, you have to tell people about it, and then you have to present those images in a way that demonstrate the stark contrasting nature of what you're talking about. If you want to have an ideal of mixed martial arts competitions as honorable, as respectable, as respected, you got to put honorable, respectable, and respected martial arts competitors in the public eye, in podcasts, all this kind of stuff in a way that people can easily identify because there's nothing worse than good work that's not being recognized because of the presentation. So, it's really weird. Like, I really wanted to start this about how the mixed martial arts competitors are damaging the tradition of martial arts and damaging the ideals and all this kind of stuff. It kind of devolved into this. But, as it stands now, the mixed martial arts world is damaging the reputation of the traditional arts. And I'm not saying that the damage is irreparable, but I will go as far as to say that the damage is significant and that we won't get anywhere in the traditional martial arts world that we want in terms of popularity again on a worldwide scale until we combat and make a clear contrast in between what's being presented on TV as martial arts and what's actually existing in the world of traditional martial arts. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm a bit tired. Um, check me out at martialartsoakland.com. And by far the most important thing, please be kind to yourselves and each other.